0: grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another edition of Leader, Manager, Coach. Welcome to the podcast. It's Rob Riles welcoming you to another program. Now in today's program I want to talk to you about a book that I've just finished reading that I so think is worth sharing and taking the the real key fundamentals out of it's a subject that we've talked about before on the podcast it's a subject that's got facets that we've definitely had a look at before but the book is so good it's certainly gone to the the top few in my favorites that I've that I've read and have impacted me and I cannot recommend it highly enough so uh, I'm going to talk about that I'm sitting in uh, still in Dhaka in Bangladesh I'm looking out of um, a window onto the onto the street below, the sun's shining and um, it's it's a blessing after yesterday because we had tons of rain yesterday, it's a rainy season here, so uh, as in all parts of the world and in, in all aspects of life sometimes it rains and is grey and sometimes the sun comes out and um, things look rosy, so I'm um, very blessed to be sitting here, but um, yeah, just want to get on with sharing, sharing this, so I started to, I picked this book up because I thought okay, Plane Journey got a few hours let's get stuck into this it's been on the to-do list for a while and um so that's how it occurred occurred and we've just finished it so the book is called ego is the enemy and the author is a young man called ryan holiday and i've referenced him before and he is so worth following a great guy and um the stoic philosophy that he he promotes so very very profoundly and so well again is something that um i don't think you can fail to gain gain so much from. Okay, so here we go. Ego is the enemy, and this these are just the the points that I think are, are worth sharing. So we start off, and we uh, we talked about this one before. And we talk about humility, and humility is one of the main struts that Ryan talks about as a value or as a virtue to really really have on your side. Because if you've got a humility in your approach to everything that comes along in your life. Ryan says that it will influence the way that you appear to other people. It will influence your relationships with other people. And it will influence the way that you learn. So developing and endeavouring to have that humility is something that is very, very important, according to Ryan, in terms of conquering these things that he calls the ego. And what he does before he kind of goes into strategies and 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 he tells many stories in the book about where egos actually destroyed things, destroyed people and destroyed organizations. He talks about where examples and gives great stories where people have managed to control what he calls ego and have achieved great things. And he talks about the subtleties of ego because it's really easy to... I think, and I was certainly in this bracket before I read the book to think, right, ego, you know, if you come from a you know, if you've if you've had any dealings with the psychoanalysis side and Sigmund Freud and, and psychology, ego is that kind of baby thing that drives us and, and, and drives us to get exactly what we need right now, whether anybody else is hurt or not. And as we as we get older we, we temper that and we learn to control it to a greater or lesser degree. Well, Ryan talks about the ego as being much more subtle than that. And the way he explains it is so so, so worthwhile looking at so that you can get a full grasp of how it, how it impacts in your life. Because what I found out was, what I thought ego was, uh, it wasn't just that at all. It was so many other little facets that I thought, yeah, I do that. Yeah, I recognize that. Yes, I can see that. Where it, it's almost like a little live monster that actually thinks, well, I can't get into him that way, so I'm going to get into him or her this way, and I'm going to try this strategy, and I'm going to try that strategy. And you recognize where it manifests. And that was one of the great learning experiences for me from the book. So he starts off talking about humility. And he gives examples, but the other thing he talks about that, that comes along from that is developing something called self-control. And he talks about the, the inability to control yourself as being an absolute disaster really because if you cannot control yourself you will fall foul to life you, your anger will take over, your frustration will take over your, your inability to discipline will take over and you will fall foul and it's that development of this self-control in many aspects and we're all different you know and Ryan portrays this very, very well, and, and, and I'm sure we all recognise this. That some of us are, you know, are prone to, 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 to discipline issues. In, in in some people, it's timekeeping. Some people, it's, you know, it's it, it's loyalty. Some people, it's financial issues. Some people, it's it's, you know, it, it's it's food or or it's or it's alcohol or it's gambling or it's another addictive process. And sometimes it's not just such such drastic things as like that. It's the little tiny things that that we, we fail to to nail the self control of setting up a ritual that is a successful ritual. So that you know if we follow James Clear's clear, you know, and straightforward philosophy of setting up real micro habits that we do on a daily basis that will lead us to success down the road because we know that A and B and C will ultimately create D. And if we do them on a regular, persistent basis, maybe for 20 years, but we will get to D. And it's having that discipline to do those little things day in, day out, whether we feel like it or not. And that is the kind of self-control that he's talking about. He gives examples in terms of humility. And one of the examples he gives is of a U.S. general. He's not somebody I'd ever heard of. He's called William Sherman, who is talked about as one of the greatest military minds and military leaders that that's ever been on the planet and his he's not somebody that comes to mind and there's the there's the rub really because his his rise to greatness was a very 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 slow ascent it was little by little by little and he didn't court greatness he didn't court glamour he didn't court promotion he just did his work but he became and was known as one of the greatest at what he did and that leads on to Ryan Holiday's big focus in in the book Ego is the Enemy by Ryan and one that I absolutely love we've talked about it before it's called Do Your Work and it's linked to humility because Ryan says that one of the things that prevents people from achieving what they can achieve and getting to where they want to get to is the impatience and the frustration and the fact that they're not prepared to do the work, and I suppose it's the same the same analogy as you speak to um, a famous rock star who's you know got all the trappings and hundreds of thousands of fans, supporters, rock concerts, adulation, wealth, and um, a lifestyle that appears to be amazing and um, it's the old story isn't it As, uh, that they became with their first hit record an overnight success what people fail to realise is that normally behind that was 25 years hard work and that is where the work was done and a famous author um, talked about the fact that he when he did book signings people would come and have their books signed and say to him you know what's, how do I become a great author how do I become a success what can you teach me what, what gem of, of wisdom can you pass on and I think it was Stephen King who, who said, well, are you prepared to lock yourself away for eight to 10 hours a day for the next 15 years in a, in a, a room with a small window that you can't see out of in some kind of little cellar or dormitory and focus on writing, 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 and then being prepared to be unhappy with it, draw a line through it, screw it up, throw it in the bin and begin again that's doing your work and whether that work is on the football field whether it's on the grass whether it's in the office whether it's in front of a computer whether it's with your instrument whether it's with your musical instrument whether it's with your people whether it's public speaking whether it's practicing on your doho on your mat in the gym in your five-a-side course, whatever it is in your swimming pool, that is doing your work. And that is the beautiful thing that George Leonard talks about in his book, Mastery, again, easily one of my favourite books, being prepared to do the work. And it's what John Wooden, the great American coach, the father of all great coaches, grandfather of all great coaches, talked about when he talked about changing your definition of success so when you change your definition of success from glittering trophies adulation and winning the league to doing the very 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 best possible work that you can possibly do given all the circumstances so that when you put your head on the pillow at night you say yes or no yes i am successful or no i am not and the only reason you're not successful is because you have failed to do your work when you know you could have done it if you've done it with every ounce of everything you could have done on that particular moment in time that is success but as ryan points out there are only limited numbers of people who are prepared to keep on doing that kind of work you know and if you are prepared to do it for two three four five years you will you will change the outcome and you will see some results at some point but you do have to do your work along the way he talks about developing those virtues that allow you to do that sobriety self-control humility uh, the ability to focus the ability to ignore the the bright shiny pennies and the bright lights because they will always be there they will always shine they will always change their flickering contours so that you get it attracted and distracted and developing that ability to focus and hone in is probably even more important today than it was five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 100 years ago. We are stimulated morning till night with our access and the access that these companies have to us through our phones, iPads, internet, television, radio, whatever it is, podcasts. And the great thing about podcasts, and I don't mind saying, is that you can choose your niche. So you choose to listen to this podcast. You choose to download it. All the, the many people that listen to this podcast, they do it because they choose to, not because it's broadcast. And, and you know, it's it's an infiltration into your own personal, personal life, whether you like it or not. No, you choose. And that's the beautiful thing about podcasts. And we need to develop that. Because if we don't, we will be join the masses who, if you listen to the literature spend up to eight hours a day either watching television and or on their iPhones, iPads, computers, just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling and not doing anything specific. And it will ultimately destroy you because your time will be frittered away. So developing those strategies is, is again, is a, is a big thing that I, that, that Ryan talks about in ego as the enemy in terms of doing your work. Linked to humility he talks about being the eternal student and, It's it's many famous people who've said that every person that you meet has something to teach you if you can take the time and ask the right questions and listen. So having that eternal student attitude and that approach means that there's always something we can learn, no matter how small. But we can get those accumulated. Little tiny gains, those aggregated gains that we can get every single day. We can learn something, whether it's just from one small paragraph, it's from what one person says or observing how somebody acts or the result of doing this or that. Having that eternal student approach so that every day is a learning experience. People in business say, I either earn or I learn. And most people earn and Sorry, most people learn from their greatest disasters. So you know, if you if you invest heavily in something financially and it goes wrong, there's a massive lesson in that. And um, even if it doesn't go massively wrong, it just goes slightly wrong. But you will, the pain of it will make you learn. And I think the key that Ryan's talking about is having that attitude to learn anyway. And it's actually harder to learn when things are going well, isn't it? Because we do get carried away. And Ryan makes no makes no bones about it that those are the danger periods those are the times when you know you may look at social media and you see all the superstars the famous players the athletes that the, the podium standers, the the people who portray the millions of followers and the people who and, and get carried away with all this and if you have your own day in the sun that they're the times when it's so easy that your ego is just almost unbridled at that time and those are the times you have to rein it in and and, and have a have the longer view take a step back and see what's really really happening because those are the times when a fall is more likely to occur than at any other time and many people have fell foul of that as ryan talks about in his book he talks about knowing yourself that that famous adage that shakespeare talks about above all else to thine own self be true etc etc and you know that um, emerson talks about in, in his essays that beyond anything else just know yourself so that you you can be on your path your story your journey and nobody else's. not anybody's else not anybody's path not the person you love the most in the world your path so that you know yourself so you know your strengths your weaknesses what makes you happy what makes you tick and therefore you are able to affect all the things that only you can affect in that particular moment in time it's a powerful powerful understanding and ryan talks about it because he says the ego will lead you away from that to the bright light so that you will if you're not careful you will actually spend all your life trying to achieve something that you don't even want and i can certainly recognize that chasing things that actually when i sat down in the cold light of day i didn't even want them and people have spent their whole lives doing that. And, and, and that's why this book is such a powerful read in one way. He then talks about another great thing called Beware the Story. And again, this relates to success and achievement. because And, and I can remember thinking, okay, so these people have got to, got to where I'd like to get to. I'm going to find out. So, you know, you go on these endeavors and you, and you speak to people and you, and you say, and they say, oh, I've got this job and I've got that job and I've achieved this and I've managed to do this and I've got this. And you say, how did you do that? And then they tell you their stories, whether it's from stage or whether it's on a podcast or whether it's an individual interaction. And they tell you a story and you think, wow, that's amazing. And sometimes these stories pan out like this, that there I was struggling, struggling, struggling and I worked, worked, worked and all of a sudden my fairy godmother came along and I grasped the opportunity and everything was great. So then you think, well, okay, when's my fairy godmother going to come along? And it doesn't happen because those stories aren't true, let's be honest. Because people tell stories from stage, people tell stories from positions of authority, people tell stories, and they embellish them. The myth of the myths of, of, of timeless societies will, will be embellished and changed as, as, as the eons go by. And those stories are dangerous because they lead us up a path which, which kind of tells us that, oh, that'll never happen to me, or I'm now disappointed because that's not happening in my life, or this and that and the other. The reality is that those stories are probably totally different. And those people have actually got carried away, or they've forgotten the reality, or they just want to tell a story that feels good to them and portrays them in a better light, but it's not actually the truth. And so that truth is hidden from you, and the story that you get sounds great, but doesn't help you. And you should, in my opinion, and Ryan's opinion, and you haven't read the book, I think it's a great thing to be able to just go, yeah, okay, great story, but it's not mine. But this is my story, and this is what's happening to me, so let's get on with it. And he talks about linked to self-control, being dispassionate. And this was a massive one for myself, being dispassionate. Because I used to be completely taken away and, and, and excited about this, these people who had achieved all these great things with passion. So no matter how hard, no matter how difficult... No matter how great the odds against you were, if you got enough passion, you could beat anything. I don't think that's true anymore. Maybe a little bit of life experience and little it is in the grand scheme of things has you know, had had an effect. But passion will get you so far. Enthusiasm will get you so far. It will get you a long way. And, you know, I was talking about this to um, to somebody the other day about how it's great working with young people. It's fabulous working with young young people. I'm fortunate to work, work with young men at the minute who have got a zest for life and enthusiasm. And it's unbridled sometimes. And it will take you so far. And it's great and it rubs off on you and it's wonderful. Because when your bones ache and your joints ache and you've got financial issues and you've got challenges with this and your families and blah and blah and blah, sometimes you get enveloped in that. And you get in your own head and your own story. And you just need to have that refreshing approach to life. Which young people give you. And that passion will take you a long way. But Ryan says being dispassionate. And being able to have that self-control. To stand back. To look at something objectively. In the cold light of day. To understand Murphy's Law. That if something can go wrong. It probably will. To plan for it. To be actually what some people call a little bit negative you're not actually being negative i think you're being realistic but it only comes with a little bit of life experience will stand you in good stead because you won't get carried away on the ebb and flow of success and failure you won't get elevated to great statuses of of euphoric thoughts and feelings when you your team scores a goal And, and conversely you won't get sent down to those depths of desperation and suicide and giving up when your team concedes because you are dispassionate you see the long game you see the whole story or a bigger picture anyway and it will help he gives an example of the german i think she's the german chancellor i'm not a politician and i don't follow politics that closely but angela merkel this plain dressing you know simple apparently simple woman who I believe, and this is from the book and from a little bit of research, for for over three decades has been uh, involved in German politics at the highest level. She is known as a very, very simple, dispassionate person. Very intelligent, extremely conscientious, hardworking, massive self-control, takes things as they come, very calm, been around a long time influences many many people has come to a position of great power and authority in her own quiet sensible calm dispassionate way a great figure and a great example and one i would never even have thought about but it resonates Ryan talks again about getting out of your own head. So sometimes we have to stop our own thought processes about what's important to us and our own obsessions and our own little idiosyncrasies. And, you know, sometimes it's health. We We get all wrapped up in ourselves. That's ego. Me, 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 me. What about me? How it affects me? It's natural. It cannot be helped, but we have to manage it. And we need to be able to develop that skill to get out of our head and see the bigger picture. It will change. It will change us and it will make us feel better and we will be better leaders, certainly better managers and better coaches. He talks about needing to develop that virtue of resilience, which is linked to that doing your work. Because life will throw stuff at us. Believe believe you me, Ryan gives some phenomenal stories about lives that have been almost decimated just by fate. You're born in a country you know i often ask myself the question and it's a bit philosophical i don't intend to get into this but i'm currently here in bangladesh and you know without making making a lot of song and dance about it i see things on a daily basis that that actually really i despise them i'll give you one example and that is seeing women ladies spending eight to ten hours a day toiling in extreme heat 35 plus degrees carrying soil and earth in baskets on their head constantly as a job but that's the reality but i don't like it and you know nobody will 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 ever tell me that those people aren't resilient and it makes you ask the question about your own resilience sometimes and what really constitutes resilience because it's easy when you're born into a different society when things are quite easy for you and your your parents as they naturally do we all want to do that for our for our children we provide the best we can but in doing so if we're not balanced and we don't actually make inroads into giving people life experience so that when they step out into the world they're going to face that reality that that they will become people who cannot cope with that and the point i was making is that life will throw some stuff at you and fate can often Come along and people say it's not fair, it's not fair, it's not fair. Who knows what fair is? You know, we can be here one minute, gone the next. You know, life takes children away. Life life does many, many things and none of us have control over the, these things. And it's brutal. But Ryan talks about understanding that that will happen. Those things will happen. And he talks about having that resilience to carry on in spite of these things that occur. The fact that you put all your money into something and trust somebody and they walk away and take it all with you. The fact that you marry somebody who turns out to be not the person you thought they changed and the lawyer says, okay, they can have 80% of your, your wealth. Your life changes. You, you work for a company, give them 25 years and then they say, okay, we don't need you anymore. You, 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 you know, you're not considered for many jobs because of your age. Your experience is so limited now that you can't get another job. That's life. That's where resilience comes into it, and that's what Ryan talks about. Because our egos will hold us to the fact that I deserve this, and I deserve that, and I deserve the other. I've been there many, many times. Spent weeks, months, probably years, saying, I can't believe this has happened to me. I cannot believe this happened to me. Why me? That's ego. Because there's no such thing as why me. Because that's just the ego. And it's just made up. And the sooner we realise that, the better we'll be. And and this book really helps on that score. And on that that Ryan does talk about quite quite categorically and quite clearly. He talks about preparing for the worst. He talks about death. And you know, he talks about memento mori. He means remember that we will all die. Because we will. And that's a certainty, isn't it? So prepare for that. You know, don't be frightened of preparing for that and making a will and stuff like that. case okay, it's not, people think, oh, it's not great to think about. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to do this. Well, he says it's burying your head in the sand. That's the ego just talking, you know. Be realistic and prepare for the worst. Prepare for things that, if this job doesn't work out, you know, what happens if, you know, maybe save a little bit of money, just as an example, in case this happens, or you know, I'm going to prepare for this eventuality. If this tournament doesn't come off, if if, if we win this game, I'm going to do this. If we, if we don't win this game, if that player comes off, I'm going to do this. If, if I don't achieve this time, if if this financial deal doesn't come off, what about this? What about the other? Those are the processes that Ryan talks about in controlling the ego, so that our passage through this life of fate that has no interest in in us personally deals us our passage through is likely to be a lot better and that's why he talks about ego as the enemy because if we believe it it will become our enemy and if we don't recognize it it will be the the enemy that we cannot see and we don't understand and we just spend our life being angry and frustrated because we haven't recognized what it is that's preventing us getting to where we want to get to and as he comes to the end of this wonderful book ryan talks about a principle that some people say "Ah, it's just soft you're just being soft he says just love anyway. And there's a there's a line, and I can't remember where it comes from, that, that somebody said, you know, guess what? You're going to get up in the morning, and you're going to go, and people are going to cut you up in traffic. People are not going to turn up when they say they're going to turn up. And they're going to tell you they're going to do something, and they will not do it. They promise you things they will not deliver. And they do all kinds of things. And Ryan says, just love them anyway. And what he's saying by that is, don't allow ego to get you out, to make you angry. And don't allow ego enough lead to get you frustrated and to do things and to chase retribution or revenge. That really, to me, is what he's saying. I make no bones about it. I think some people are best loved from afar because being around them doesn't feel the best. But everybody's on their own journey, and you know, but that's what he's talking about. He's talking about controlling the ego. And he said, and at the end of his book, he talks about, guess what? When this is all said and done and you've read the book and you've got the principles down and you think, ah, I understand. Guess what the next day? You're going to have to get up and sweep the floor. And as the All Blacks do, in there, in and the, talk about in their the first chapter of their, of their book legacy, the book about the All Blacks legacy. They make sure that they sweep the dressing rooms after they've been, the world champion, the the world rugby union champions as they were at the time. They sweep the dressing rooms clean because that's part of their legacy. Because every day dust falls, places get dirty, and the next morning, you can guarantee the floor will require sweeping, and that is when you've mastered the ego. And somebody also once said, I don't know who it was, it was obviously somebody who understands life, said that um, one day, if you're lucky, you may become enlightened. And guess what? After Before you're enlightened, before you're enlightened, I think they said, your job is to chop wood and carry water. After enlightenment... It's to chop wood and carry water. I hope you've enjoyed it. That's a little bit of a summary of uh, Ego is the Enemy. And um, for that, all the credit goes to Ryan Holiday. It's a wonderful book and um, it's certainly worth a deep dive into. If you've got any comments or you want to let me know what you think, it's www.robriles.co.uk. Let me know on our game um, or, you know, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever you like, let me know what you think. But um, as always, it's a pleasure to have you along and uh, your time is very respected. All right. Take care. Catch you later. Bye bye.